Welcome to the Disney Plus Review Show. On today's show, we're going over our top 10 things we're most excited for for Disney Plus and an overview of some of the other ways you can sign up for Disney Plus before next week's launch. All of that and more on this debut episode of the Disney Plus Review Show. So hey there guys and welcome to this debut episode of the Disney Plus Review Show. I'm your host Jared Susie, and I could not be more excited to bring you this all new podcast. So make sure to hit that subscribe button so you get notifications every time there's a new episode. And on this show, um, we're going to be your one-stop shop for all things Disney Plus. From Disney Plus news, from new show and movie announcements, casting details, trailer reactions, and news on when other Disney films will be showing up on the service. We're also going to review each and every Disney Plus original show and movie. And from time to time, we're also going to take a throwback viewing and watch some Disney classic movies that will also be on Disney+. Plus. So, let's get right into today's episode. Today, we are going to be talking about the top 10 things we are looking forward to on Disney+. Plus. Now, we are exactly one week away from the debut of the Disney Plus streaming service, and I thought it'd be fun to go over the top 10 things I personally am most looking forward to on this new service. Now, our lists are going to vary. Probably what you are looking most forward to on the service is different from what I'm looking forward to on the service. But other than that, we're going to go straight forward into my top 10. We're going to go from 10 all the way up to one. And number 10 on my list is the live action Lady in the Tramp film. Now, at D23 Expo this year, uh, we got a look at the all-new live-action remake of Lady and the Tramp, and I will say it looks pretty decent. Now, Disney is doing that uh, trend of remaking most of their animated classics, um, including The Lion King, Aladdin, Beauty and the Beast, Alice in Wonderland, Pete's Dragon, the, the list goes on and on. We even have more coming out with Mulan next year. Um, so this is the latest in the trend of live-action remakes, but this time they're putting on Disney+. Plus. The movie looks decent. Um, I, the, I will say the one thing that has me a little iffy is the uh, animation of the dogs talking because it is live-action dogs, live dogs who were filmed for this movie, but they talk. And their, their animations for their mouth look a little off to me. Um, I have seen some reviews of the movie already. Um, there have been some advanced uh, um, screenings of this film, and a lot of people are saying it looks like a really good Disney Channel original movie. That being said, there's plenty of great Disney Channel original movies. I'm still looking forward to this movie. Um, the trailers have been decent for me. Um, and if they're on the same trend of some of the latest live action remakes, um, I've seen The Lion King. I've seen Aladdin. I, uh, Lion King was all right for me. Um, I, I'm not a big fan of the uh, almost shot for shot remakes of a film. Um, Aladdin, I absolutely loved i know a lot of people didn't like that movie but i personally loved aladdin um but so so i'm hopeful for this film um so i will be checking it out uh, next tuesday once it launches um so that's my number 10 
Now, onto my number nine on my list is one-stop shop for all things Star Wars. Um, and what I mean by that, it's going to be nice to go into the app and um, go to a specific Star Wars section because sometimes I'm just in the mood for some Star Wars, whether it be Star Wars Rebels, Star Wars Resistance, The Clone Wars. Um, if I'm in the mood to watch one of the original trilogy, one of the prequel trilogy, or one of the, the new trilogy, or some of the spinoff movies. So if I want to watch Rogue One, I want to be able to go into that section of Star Wars and see that movie. So that's one that that's why I made my list is because I think it's really important for Star Wars fans out there. They can go in to one section of this app and find all their Star Wars. So even if you're just signing up just for Star Wars, this is where you're going to want to go, um, especially with all the new Star Wars content that will be coming to the service, which we'll talk about in a little bit. It, it's it, it's kind of perfect for anyone who wants um, any kind of Star Wars content. And I even all um they're gonna have some of the the lego star wars uh um animated shows um the little shorts that they did i know a lot of people like those so those are all the on there too which is really cool so that's my number nine now number eight is um we don't have a lot of information on all this stuff but it's super exciting and it's not available at launch um some of these uh in my top 10 are things that may not necessarily be available on launch, but I'm still excited for, which is why I signed up for Disney Plus. By the way, I signed up for Disney Plus at the D23 Expo this year because we got that three-year deal um, where I am now a member of Disney Plus, the Founder Circle, for three years. So I don't have to worry about re-signing up or resubscribing for three years, um, which will probably get me through most of the things on my list, which is fantastic. So back to my list number eight um i'm looking forward to the mcu disney plus shows um the ones that they announced so far are hawkeye uh loki falcon and the winter soldier wandavision she hulk miss marvel moon knight and marvel what if so most of these are pretty self-explanatory a like hawkeye is going to be a disney plus show about hawkeye um loki is going to be about what happened to loki after he grabbed the tesseract in avengers endgame falcon and the winter soldier is what happens after endgame to the falcon and winter soldier because you know sam just got the the shield from cap at the end of avengers endgame spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't seen endgame and if you haven't why haven't you seen it um wandavision is still I don't know what WandaVision is. It's they at D23 they said it's part sitcom, it's part epic. So I don't I don't I don't get it, but I'll still watch it. <laughs> um at D23 they announced She-Hulk, Miss Marvel and Moon Knight is all a part of phase 4. But which is this is going to come as a shock to some people. My number one most looking forward to MCU Disney Plus show is actually Marvel's What If. Now at D23, they showed a um, kind of a sizzle reel of the this animated show that's coming to Disney Plus, which it is animated, by the way, Marvel's first, Marvel Studios' first animated uh, show. And it's going to dive into some stories that we already know, but that take a different direction. So what if Peggy Carter became the super soldier? Um, 
I there was a scene with a zombie Captain America. So it's 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 just going to be good fun. It's not going to have to follow the MCU, like the grand story of each phase and the overall arching like story of the MCU. This is a this is a show that just gets to have fun with stories we already know, which I'm so looking forward to. Now, <laughs> number seven on my list. Um, <laughs> this is kind of a sore subject with a lot of people who attended D23 Expo this year. So I'm going to backtrack a little bit and kind of talk about this. But right before the D23 Expo happened, they put out the schedule for the event. And there was one in particular event, one, one presentation. I believe it was Saturday at 1.30 where they just put secret Walt Disney Company project. So, like the Disney community does sometimes, is they they went rampant on um, speculation on what it could be. I read things from an all-new Disney airline to a fifth theme park at uh, Walt Disney World in Orlando because Universal up the street is opening Epic Universe. Um... <sighs> I, I heard all sorts of different rumors on what this had to be. It had to be this. So, <laughs> when they made the announcement on Thursday evening to media, there was just a thud <laughs> when the announcement was made. Um, so, what, what the announcement was is um, they are creating a book and a documentary that is also going to become a docu-series on Disney+. Plus. So the book and the documentary and docu-series are called One Day at Disney. Um, so what they did was they took, I believe, between 72 and 75 cast members um, and they followed them with a camera crew on the same day. Um, so over the, the course of one single day, so from executives to Walt Disney Imagineering, um, to attractions hosts, to like so many different aspects of the company from Lucasfilm to, uh, Marvel all across the, the vastness of the Walt Disney company. What they did was they followed a day at Disney, um, and they put it in a book where they kind of interviewed, they interviewed all these people about their day at Disney, about how, how it is to work for Disney. And the documentary is following these in particular cast members over the course of their day at Disney. Now, I went to the presentation on one day at Disney because I signed up for it because I thought that it was going to be this amazing announcement. It ended up not being, but I still went to it anyways. Um, and they did say that it's also going to be a docu-series after the film debuts. In, and by the way, this is not a launch title. This comes out in December. But um, the docu-series that they're going to do is now they're not going to just have to follow all these cast members on one single day. They're going to be able to do each episode a new cast member on a particular day. So they can just they can keep doing episodes about this. I think it's really cool that they can go through this and follow cast members on their day at working at Disney. So that's why it made my list. Now, number six. Um, I cannot wait for this show. Um, and I, it's a launch day title, which is exciting. Uh, the World According to Jeff Goldblum. I... Uh, <laughs> I don't think there's much you even have to say about this one. Um, it's literally 
the world according to Jeff Goldblum. He has um, some fascinations with certain things that he wants answered. He He has questions that he wants answered. Like he wants to know all about the sneaker industry or about the tattoo industry. So being Jeff Goldblum, he gets to go and learn about these industries being Jeff Goldblum. The, the, the preview they gave us at D23, which was the trailer that they've already released online, you can just tell how special this show is going to be. Um, we're lucky to have Jeff Goldblum in just media in general. Um, because he's so authentic to himself and I, it, it looks like it's just going to come across that way in the show. I cannot wait to watch the show. Um, it's, I'm actually surprised it's as low on my list as it is, but there's some, there's some crazy things coming to Disney plus that I'm super excited about, which brings me to number five. So a little, little backstory on me. Um, I, I saw the original high school musical, uh, when I was in high school, um, the original high school musical, uh, movie, the Disney channel original movie came out my freshman year of high school. So I watched high school musical. I watched high school musical two, and I watched high school musical three, went to theaters and saw the third one. So this one, um, I'm, I'm really looking forward to because I watched the original ones like growing up in high school. Um, but I'm actually really interested in the uh, the concept behind this one, which is it, it take place as like a mockumentary type of series at the high school that High School Musical was filmed at. And this high school is putting on a production of High School Musical. It's kind of crazy, but it works apparently. Um, I did not get to go to the preview of the, uh, the first episode. I know they did a episode screening at D23 this year. I did not make it to that, but I was at the Disney plus showcase in, uh, hall D23 at the D23 expo this year. And the cast of high school musical, the musical, the series kicked off the Disney plus showcase and if this is the level of energy and respect the original they bring to this show it's gonna be a knock knock it out of the park like they they I'm looking the other thing is I know this show is actually debuting its premiere episode before the launch next week Uh, it's sometime in the the next seven days they will be showing the first episode on disney channel um i don't have that in front of me on what it is but i i do know they are showing the first episode on disney channel and then all the new episodes thereafter will be on disney plus so speaking of the d23 expo at the disney plus showcase they announced what what tore like blew the roof off the place that there will be an obi-wan kenobi disney plus original series and ewan mcgregor will be obi-wan kenobi again and he will play obi-wan in i believe they said six to seven episodes and see what what baffled me about this one i know there's been rumors for years about an obi-wan kenobi movie or an obi-wan kenobi trilogy of movies um 
but nothing really made past the the rumors of and you and mcgregor at like red carpets just saying oh yeah i'd love to play uh obi-wan again but i don't know maybe they'll call me and we've learned this week because he's been doing some press for a movie he has out called dr sleep that he's known he's been gonna he was going to play obi-wan for quite some time but he's had to lie about it because originally it was a movie and then it became a series and he just couldn't talk about it um and what's cool is she uh kathleen kennedy made some news also when she announced the series that they have already written all of the the episodes all of the episodes are already written they know when they're going to film they have a start date and it's next year which means this obi-wan kenobi series is closer than you think so i i'm predicting probably an early or mid 2021 debut which is crazy um because we just found out about it in august so you're talking about less than two years and we have an obi-wan kenobi series of six to seven episodes so that's awesome and speaking of people returning to their original roles um this one actually just broke this week and that's it actually made the top of my list um hocus pocus 2 this is one of the smartest ideas disney has had for this streaming service so they are able they are taking a cult classic now because everyone watches Hocus Pocus every Halloween. It's on, I believe, every single day on Freeform during the month of October. And this is their way to get people to subscribe to Disney Plus. Guaranteed. So they're in the original press release of them announcing that they're doing Hocus Pocus 2 on Disney Plus. They did not um, mention that the original cast is coming back. But just this week, Sarah Jessica Parker did answer a fan question in uh, some of her Instagram uh, comments. And the, the fan asked, are you coming back for Hocus Pocus 2? And she answered, we have all said yes, which means all three of them are coming back, which again is a big plus for Disney Plus. So, which means we're going to have Bed Midler back, Sarah Jessica Parker, and Kathleen DeJimmy all back in their iconic roles for Hocus Pocus 2. That is amazing. That's why it made number three on my list. Now, number two has a story. <laughs> um, back at D23 Expo 2015, so we're talking four years ago, um... They, at a, an Imagineering panel, they released a trailer for a brand new documentary called The Imagineering Story by Leslie Iwerks, the same uh, director who had done uh, films like The Pixar Story. Um, she did a uh, documentary on industrial light and magic. So clearly people were excited about this all new Imagineering Story uh, documentary. And what it was supposed to be was the inception of Imagineering back in the 50s on creating Disneyland and all the way up to opening Shanghai Disneyland in 2016. So they released the trailer, it said coming 2016, cool, it's happening, can't wait to watch it. 2016 came, 
and 2016 passed. 2017 came, 2017 passed. So at this point, we were pretty much thinking, okay, it's canned. No, this this movie isn't happening. Then Disney Plus was announced. <laughs> and one of their launch titles was The Imagineering Story. But this time, it's listed as a docu-series. So what they've done is they've broken up this documentary that used to be a documentary film into episodes and they filmed they have filmed more past the shanghai disneyland opening so they have star wars galaxy's edge being developed and built and opened they have some stuff about the all-new beauty and the beast attraction at tokyo disneyland that's opening next april so they're leading it up and it looks like they're going to show us some behind the scenes that they usually don't show us that they don't want us to see the dirty and grungy side of Imagineering in fact in the trailer that they just uh, um, dropped a couple weeks ago they show a prototype vehicle for Pooh's Honey Hunt crashing into a wall we don't get to see that stuff so that's what I'm excited about we get to see some stuff from back when Imagineering was first formed some um, behind the scenes video and photos that we've never seen before um, but all the way up to what they're doing at the cutting edge of Imagineering today so that's why it's number two on my list it almost made my number one but I think by now you guys know what my number one is and that's the mandalorian which is the first ever star wars live action television show this show looks incredible um and the team behind it i think that's what has me most excited like before we even saw any footage from the mandalorian i was already on board because of the team and we have john favreau as writer and producer of the mandalorian we have dave filoni as director, I believe, of a couple episodes of The Mandalorian. Uh, Who else do we have? We have Taika Waititi, who directed Thor Ragnarok, has also come and directed an episode, and is also in The Mandalorian, voicing a droid in the the series. Uh, Bryce Dallas Howard is also a director. Just to name a few, I mean, they've gotten some big-name talent um, to be on the show, and then when the trailers have dropped... They've had a couple trailers drop, um, and man, this thing looks epic. It looks um, grittier than what I was expecting, um, but it it feels. I know people keep saying this, and uh, I'm I'm gonna say it too. It just feels like Star Wars. Um, I know some of the new uh, Star Wars. Uh, movies that have come out lately like uh, the last jedi and uh um the force awakens i know the force awakens more has felt like star wars to people it was kind of a return to something something familiar um the last jedi i personally love the last jedi no i'm gonna get some hate for that but i loved it because it took some risks it took star wars in a different direction i know a lot of people weren't happy with that but i personally loved it but i get it um none of the new ones have looked and felt like star wars but the mandalorian the mandalorian looks like it might actually be that contender that looks and feels like star wars so i cannot wait for that series so 
there you have it guys that is my top 10 of what i'm looking forward to on disney plus a recap of it number 10 is the lady and the tramp live action remake number nine is one-stop shop for all things star wars number eight is all the mcu disney plus shows that include hawkeye loki falcon and the winter soldier wandavision she hulk miss marvel moon knight and marvel so what if seven one day at disney six the world according to jeff goldblum five high school musical the musical the series four the obi-wan kenobi series three hocus pocus two two the imagineering story and my number one pick the mandalorian so i know your guys's list might be a little different than mine but this is just personally what i'm looking forward to now this is what i think is most exciting about disney plus is there is a multitude of Disney fans out there that like Disney for different reasons, from park fans to animated classic fans to new animated classic fans to Star Wars fans to Marvel fans. I mean, you name it, there's a different faction of Disney fan out there. There is something for every single type of Disney fan on the streaming service day one. Um, that's what I think is, is most appealing to this. Uh, like I said, this is just my top 10. This is what I'm looking forward to. I I didn't even mention there's the original movie like Noel. Um, there's some original movies coming out that they previewed at Disney, uh, D23 Expo this year. Like Timothy failure looks hilarious to me. Um, I, I can't wait for that. There's some dramatic movies like Togo coming out this this winter. Um, it, it, like I said, there's just so much on this surface. I mean, I didn't even mention they announced uh, the Lizzie McGuire uh, like re reboot, like revival will be coming to the series. They're already filming it, which means they're we're probably getting it next year. But that, that that's the type of thing that Disney Plus is doing. Um, regardless of what type of fan you are of disney i am an overall disney fan i like the parks i love the movies you name it about disney i like it usually i mean take that back i don't usually like like it all the time but i'm a disney fan like i will consume most things disney not saying i'm gonna like it every time but i i consume most things disney you can ask anyone in my family disney's kind of my life um but I, th- most people I've talked to about Disney Plus, they usually have a different reason on why they're excited to sign up for this. There's a lot of people that are signing up. I, I, I actually have a couple people in my, my friend group that are getting rid of Netflix to sign up for Disney Plus because they're gonna have Star Wars. They're gonna have Marvel. They're gonna have the stuff they consume. So if you haven't signed up for Disney Plus yet, um, you still can. You can go on to DisneyPlus.com. You can sign up. It's $6.99 a year or per month. Take that back. It's $6.99 per month or $69.99 per year. That's actually the best deal. You get a kind of a, a discount for signing up for a year. They also have the bundle coming up, but you cannot sign up for that until November 12th, which kind of stinks. Um, I was hoping to sign up for like a bundle deal at D23 Expo, um, but 
alas, I, I'm happy with what I signed up for. I mean, I get three years of Disney Plus, and I, it was a pretty, pretty hefty discount. Um, so, but if you're interested in the bundle, it does launch next next Tuesday, and you can sign up for it, which includes Disney Plus. You get Hulu and ESPN Plus for $12.99 a month. There is no annual uh, option on that. There's just the monthly charge. But I mean, those are three strong streaming services. If you're into sports, like live sports, ESPN Plus is a very good app and streaming uh, service. Hulu is extremely strong. Um, they got some amazing original content on there. And of course, we were talking about Disney Plus, so you know how I feel about Disney Plus. But there was something announced this week that if you're a Verizon Wireless uh, customer, you probably want to listen up to this um, because Disney and Verizon announced last week that uh, all Verizon Wireless customers are going to get a year of Disney Plus for free. What stinks about that is, if you're already a Verizon Wireless customer who signed up for Disney Plus back at the D23 Expo, like I, like me, you don't get to take advantage of that year. So, I'm hoping that this is still a thing in three years and I can get a free year then, but whatever. I still have three years of Disney Plus, so I'm not, I'm not really complaining. So, if you want to take advantage of that, make sure to do it because it's a year of Disney Plus. That's a long, that's a, that's a good incentive um, if you're a Verizon wireless customer. So, guys, that's going to do it for this episode of the Disney Plus Review Show. Again, thank you so much for joining me for this debut episode. Um, I can I can't tell you how excited I am to cover everything Disney Plus from all the movies, the shows. We're literally going to be on here reviewing every single detail about Disney Plus. Um, so I'm releasing this a week before launch. You will get an episode on launch day. And uh, it, and that, that's actually a good point I'm going to bring before I end the show. Disney Plus is also doing a thing where they're not going to release uh, episodes like in a binge format. Which is nice, I believe, because you get to continue the conversation a little bit more. I, I had a conversation with a friend about um, like Stranger Things on Netflix when it came out in July. People talked about it for about two weeks. And that was it. So, um, I mean, people still talk about Stranger Things, but like the bulk of season three, people only talked about for two weeks. The conversation happened again a little bit once uh, um, the maze at Halloween Horror Nights opened. Um, but I've not heard good things about that. Um, <laughs> but anyways, they're going to do a weekly schedule, um, which is nice. So starting debut week on Tuesday, they're going to launch um, all their new episodes and uh, movies on launch day. But then new episodes are going to come out every Friday. So um, next week, we're going to do a Tuesday and a Friday show. Um, and then starting Friday, we're going to release weekly every Friday. Um, we're probably going to increase that to two episodes a week eventually, so we can go over some of the classic content that is also on Disney+. Plus. Um, but for right now, we're going to do one episode a week, encompassing everything that was released that week and all the news of Disney+. Plus. Uh, over the course of that week. So again, thank you for joining us for the Disney Plus Review Show and have a great rest of your week. And we can't wait for launch next Tuesday, November 12th.